This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew and Warner Media. Stay tuned for more information later in the show. Uh, well, well, welcome to the nightmare of recording a podcast from home and everybody's <laughs> in different places, <laughs> uh, aka the Death Battle Cast. It's always chaos here. Uh, I, I'm Ben, the voice of Wiz. To, below me, we're going. I'm Chad. I play boobs this way. This way, whatever that is. Clock. So same. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, then I'm Sam, and I do stuff like produce and writes and stuff. Like perfectly frame up your lounge chair. <laughs> um, it's, it's there because Austin was playing Final Fantasy 17. There, it's really nice. Or seven, 17. not 17. Oh, uh, we're we're in the fucking Whoa, future. Where here, have I been? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm Liam. I'm a writer and researcher for Death Bell. Hello. Yeah. Thanks for joining us again, Liam. Uh, and Liam uh, was the main writer for the episode that just aired a little bit ago. Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Kakashi, a uh, matchup that we've been very excited uh, about for a very long time. And uh, it seems that it's been doing okay. It was trending for a while. It got uh, yeah. a million views in, in a day, less than a day. And uh, reactions have been interesting. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but um, so, so last week we mentioned that we were delaying the Q&A uh, to this week. And we will be going over the Q&A. For it, of course, uh, as well as will be. the sneak peek for Danny versus Jake, which is coming up in a bit. But Sam, you have something to oh, yeah. To Before either of those, let me tell you about ExpressVPN, which is the wonderful sponsor of RTTV right now. Keep your data safe with ExpressVPN because safe data is a good thing. Okay, now we can talk about questions. Cool. Head to expressvpn.com slash RTTV. <laughs> Thank you, Chad, yes. for finishing <laughs> yep. that off there. All right. Um, so, yes. So we will have the Q&A. We will have the uh, uh, sneak peek for the upcoming matchup. But if you have not seen Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Kakashi yet, please do so before continuing watching, unless you're okay with spoilers, I suppose. It's totally fine. Uh, but we will be talking about the winner of the matchup, why they won, and some of the crazy stuff that happened in that episode that has led to lots and lots of questions. So it, it is a pretty beefy Q&A this week. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh, so so let's we're, we're not going to like beat around the bush. Let's go ahead and jump into first the sneak peek for Danny Phantom versus American Dragon. Jake Long. Let's do it. There, back where it belongs. Yo, back to steal something else? Dragon up! You got three seconds before the Amdrak's gonna show you out. Am what? Going ghost! I didn't count three! Yeah. Uh, no. 
All right. <laughs> that is coming up this weekend. Um, man, Luis and his, his, uh, his 2D team have been rocking it for this one. And uh, uh, going back to the uh, puppetry style animation for, for both Danny and Jake. Um, and it's a, it's a little different from what we usually do or from what that team usually does for animation. But they are doing a really cool job with it. So very excited to share that with you guys. Uh, it airs on uh, Rooster Teeth this Sunday. And then it will debut on YouTube 24 hours after that on Monday. And uh, looking forward to see what you guys say about it because it's a it's a fun episode. I think it'd be awesome. Yep. Um, There's a really cool yeah. shot that takes place on top of a roof. I'm not going to spoil it. I just want to say that <laughs> for a second, I thought well, the first portion of the fight was going to be just uh, Danny and Jake like fighting each other as humans, like just two like miners, like <laughs> kind of slapping each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, we, we we definitely went through multiple different ideas of how to start the fight. Because, um, like, obviously you need to get both transformations in there. So uh, this is written by actually a longtime research member, um, Lousy, uh, Herschel Lousyton. So uh, going through different ideas for how to start the fight, we were like, oh, what if one of them starts out as Ghost or Jake starts out as... Um, dragon and that's what instigates the fight it was like no we need we need dragon up and we need going ghost in it that yeah. has to happen yeah. so uh i think um and then lousy also had the idea of the the egyptian museum and you know some some of that stuff yeah. might come into play later on in the fight just to have some fun <laughs> yes um very excited about uh showing you guys this episode it's gonna be fun um all right and i think that kind of wraps up the preview so we can jump into what is going on With Q&A. all these questions, with all these, <laughs> what is going on with eleven questions? Oh my gosh! All right. Uh, so, Sam or Chad, do either of you guys want to be the question reader? I could be sure Sam. as long as you can give me a second to pull it up because I didn't do it until right now. We're prepared today. What if I? What if I just Literally. read all of the questions Did, but answer none of them? I can't even <laughs> tell you how not prepared I am. Like life yesterday was like the biggest shit show in years. So I. Oh, I mean, we we've talked yeah, about we how working from home gets it gets chaotic sometimes. Like. Um, not not even like in a bad way per se. It's just oh yeah, really tedious. <laughs> well, we've we've talked about Chad's bad yeah, ways. You've heard my stories. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that yesterday because my girlfriend is fostering another dog. So like when I'm at hers, there's two dogs in the house, and I'm like, two dogs is fucking bullshit. Like how does Chad deal with two little humans? Like this is garbage. I deal with two humans, like, two dogs, and a cat. Yeah, every time I see that, like this, the second dog, like he's a nice man. I named him Potato, uh, but like I just look at him, like I will put you down if you make more trouble. Like, life out here. But Potato's a great dog. He's a fucking dumbass, but he's a good dog. Um, so did Obi Wan win just because it's May Fourth, aka Star Wars Day? Would you have yes. released this on the same day if Obi Wan had lost? Yeah, absolutely. It just would have been better that way. Um, <laughs> um, funny. So yeah, so like I don't Love think any of us face. actually realized um, that it was going to release on on May fourth until like two well, weeks before. At least I didn't. When we, I had when no we idea. were yeah, it, it wasn't the main like uh, thing that was brought up during production, but like when we were planning out all the episodes, this is a thing that we right. always do. Uh, we yeah. we plan out episodes to try to release around 
times where the characters are relevant if we can. It's not how every episode of Death Battle goes. In fact, the majority of them don't really work out that way. But when we have that opportunity, uh, we do. And it just so happened that the uh, release date for this one lined up with Star Wars Day. And we're like, oh, okay, that'll work out okay. Although we were looking at the... Um, uh, I, th- I think we might have gotten a little mixed up because we were looking at the first release. And it was like May the 3rd. Right. Oh, okay, it releases right before it. And then like we didn't even think about it after that. And then later on, we were like, yeah. wait a minute, that means... Because we were also oh. doing like the, the release change. So when we were originally scheduling this, it was actually releasing, I totally forgot about this. When we were originally scheduling this, a Death Battle used to release on Wednesdays. So yeah. uh, we were thinking about that date, which would have been May, what, 6th or 7th or whatever. Um, and so we we're like, oh, it's Star Wars week, that'll be fine. And then everything shifted over to the Sunday, Monday release schedule as we went to the 20 episode stuff, uh, 20 episodes in, in the year. And, and that just so happened to line up exactly on star wars day which is crazy uh but no of course not that did not have any impact on whether or not obi-wan won and obviously i think most of the comments you know talking about this are people kind of joking like yeah, of course obi-wan would win on you know star wars day um yeah that that's never us releasing a, a, a an episode with a character who's relevant in the media at the time is never like uh, oh, yeah, there's been plenty factor. of times that character has then died. So, like, the, yeah. big, the, the biggest example would be the Power Rangers one, because that was released, I believe, around the time of the movie. Uh, and Power Rangers was really big at the time. Um, and then they got Power Rangers versus Voltron, specifically. And uh, oh, yeah. then, then they got stomped on. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really unfortunate. And then that video yeah. didn't do as well as it would have. But regardless, <laughs> we committed. Because that's what we do yeah. here at Death Battle. Next question. If all Jedi are as powerful as you say, why did they all die during Order 66 by getting shot <laughs> by a few soldiers? How can the Force predict Kamui? Uh, I'm going to go with Kamui. If it can't predict a few Camels. lasers. Shouldn't Obi-Wan also scale down to other Jedi? Not to mention he was chained up on the attack of the clones and left completely helpless against the pit monsters. So this is probably the biggest question that that people had, and it, it was definitely one. So spoilers, Ahem. Obi Wan wins. Obi Wan. Wait, what? I know. I saw a different version. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write that. That's not what I wrote. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, I know. It's weird. <laughs> Trust me. Our first research call. This is another episode where we we had the research review and we were, we were Liam and I uh, were, were talking with researchers on this and was like, oh yeah, Obi Wan wins, and I went, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't believe you. Uh, we need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> yeah. So and, and like I'm I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, right? So I was already very yes. aware that like the Force is kind of ridiculous. Uh, and even then, I had a bit of a hard time believing, like, uh, I mean, it's it's a crazy anime ninja. Surely, surely it's more uh, on Kakashi's side than Obi-Wan. But the more we went through it, the more just crazy bullshit Jedi have to work with. Um, yeah. Why did they all die during Order 66, though? That is an excellent question. Um I, I mean, frankly, answer. I think a lot of them weren't that good. Like, I mean, Obi Wan <laughs> is one of the best ever. Like, so they also the big thing, the bad. whole 
the whole point of Order 66, um, the, the whole plan behind it was that these were troops that the Jedi trusted. So they weren't prepared for a fight when the when the clones started to attack them from the rear. Um, because in, in most scenarios, they were leading from the front and the clones were attacking from the rear. Um, they So if Jedi aren't actively using the Force, like at that moment then they're people like they're they're not like super crazy on their own it's the force that gives them these abilities and they can use the force to enhance their their durability their their strength all of that stuff in order to make them combat um capable but when they're with the clones they're not expecting to be hit by the clones so they weren't prepared they weren't enhancing themselves it's kind of like with goku and that being like in, struck by that laser in resurrection of f he wasn't prepared for it um we wouldn't say that Goku is like that. Still so dumb. Normally. It is dumb. No, it's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> it's absolutely dumb. Like the whole explanation for why the Jedi never like suspected Palpatine is dumb because he was using force powers to block their minds from sensing his evil. Um, <laughs> stupid. Or, yeah. Or, or something. <laughs> something like that. Um, and I yeah. love how all of the Very like vague. novelizations and stuff like all of the extra material has to like, you can clearly tell when something is being written as like a, a fix for some dumb shit in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's a lot of that. Um, but that's, that's basically the idea. They weren't prepared for it. They weren't prepared. I, uh, I think there's also a certain degree to say like, maybe George didn't necessarily intend them to get this powerful. Yeah. At the same time, though, there are examples in, in content that he has approved where the Force gets crazy. And a great example would be in, in Clone Wars, uh, the, the planet of Mortis, which is like an epicenter yeah. of the Force. And it like alters dimensions and has crazy dreamlike states for people and changes time and things like that. Like, it's nuts. And, and that's a, a George Lucas approved uh, concept because everything had to go through Lucas for that. So in the very first movie in A New Hope, Vader says, you know, the the power to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the the ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the force, you know. Yeah, to be honest, I never took that quite <laughs> so literally until I started reading the books though. <laughs> <laughs> well, they basically <laughs> uh, the attack of the clones moment. I saw several people mo talking about that how Obi-Wan was helpless when he was chained up in the giant blue what is it called? Acolyte or Acolyte or whatever it's called. The, the praying man mantis monster uh, tried to kill him. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was he actually wasn't one. helpless. He actually was fine. Like they were doing yeah. just fine. Um, yeah. Didn't they kill? Didn't they kill the monsters? <laughs> they, they took over them. They, they, they yeah. rode them out. Uh, <laughs> you have to remember that attack of the clones is also that's a political situation. And like if they were to do anything, it would start a war. And then the yeah. Jedi just started a war anyway, and they were like, all right, I guess we're going to kill everyone. all these droids and <laughs> monsters. Uh, <laughs> um, but like at the time, I'm sure Obi-Wan was thinking, probably shouldn't do anything until the last minute, yeah. just in case. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And then they did do stuff at the last minute. So, uh, you know, there's, there's all context is important. But again, it's the same thing. Yes. So yeah, next that's one. True. That's his you big guys thing. You guys forgot this Sasano is how it's. I love the. I love this. There's always this question. You guys yeah, forgot the, blank. The Sasano. Yeah, well, thing that yeah, I, okay. No, no so I need to, talk about at the end. Of we don't. We don't have to spend too much time on the Susano thing because um, it's we spend time in the episode on it. I just wanted to bring yeah. it up because it is interesting. If you go to the comments, you can tell who watched the video and who just skipped to the end of the fight, saw who won, and then wanted to complain because they leave yeah. this comment. 
That's it. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. We met, we talk about it in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Next question. <laughs> you said the force is an external power but that's not true are you ignoring metachlorians just because you don't like them <laughs> yes <laughs> no i wish that was the i wish that was the reason um <laughs> yeah, be, metachlorians uh, are just a metachlorians are just how right right just how in tune with the external force that you are right the more metachlorians yeah, you have the easier you can open that channel right like basically I, I it's, it's like a yeah, I, I can extrapolate what what that means. So yeah, the Jedi allow the Force to like flow through them. Um, so in that sense, it is internal, but it's external in all the ways that matter for Kakashi. Um, when he when Obi Wan is using the Force, he isn't like taking a ball of Force energy and shooting it out of his hand to push things. He's moving that thing by manipulating the Force that's everywhere. So it isn't like Chakra where it's like you take like soul energy and you turn it into a laser and that laser looks like fire or it looks like water or it looks like these other things depending on how uh, kakashi wants to shape it it's not like that uh, obi-wan is manipulating the world around him by like reaching out and feeling the force that's that's touching everything that's why kakashi couldn't copy it it's a, it's a fundamentally different uh power system um that sounds similar it's like life energies but it's not exactly the same so that that was the point that I was making with that with that piece. I, I'm I'm curious about this. We we haven't talked about this at all. But like if 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 it was the case of like a Dragon Ball versus uh, if if Kakashi was fighting somebody who used key like a Dragon yeah. Ball character, do you think there could be an argument for him to copy a Dragon Ball move because key and chakra are more similar? Uh, I think so. It, he wouldn't be able to like. Like he wouldn't be able to 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 do a like he wouldn't be able to copy like Super Saiyan Blue Goku and then fire a Super Saiyan Blue <laughs> Kamehameha because the <laughs> level of chakra and key is so different. But if he was fighting like the chakra like, disc, uh, like yeah, exactly, or um, or uh, like King Piccolo or something, he would he would copy the shit out of King Piccolo, just off the top. <laughs> Maybe of I th I think there's the, yeah like a lower more tier than that. kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. The, I mean they're. Okay. they're I'm sure there's some or argument that could say like, no, the key is is too different from maybe it comes from different ideologies and whatnot, but it's definitely closer than something like yeah. the force. Theoretically. So next up, you say that the force is the same across all timelines. Isn't that not true? Haven't you said in previous episodes that the prequels changed how the force works? So I, I wanted to specifically address this because I've talked about this, how uh, I believe the force in um the original trilogy is different than it is in the prequels um and i actually brought this up in our conversations in our research reviews um not only do i think that it's different in the original timeline and or the original trilogy and the prequels but also in the books uh and this is where i was kind of like uh, at first kind of against obi-wan winning because i was like well in the books like they got all these like Jason Solo and Luke are like manipulating reality and stuff and yeah. uh, like the entire universe bends to their will and it gets absolutely nuts. Um, and I thought like, that, that can't be how it is in, in canon, right? And the more, the more we discussed it, the more it was like, well, no, it does still kind of work with canon. Again, Mortis is a great example of that. Um, so I think for me, the main difference is how it's presented. Um, yeah. Like I've always, I've always seen 
the the force presented in the original trilogy as um something that is achieved through faith whereas the prequels turned it into a video game yes basically Which and that's, that's why it sucks ass <laughs> it, it's less about what the force is capable of and more about like how the characters access it and yeah then the, then the new trilogy tried to reintroduce the faith thing at the beginning which is why everybody complained about Ray using the Force, but it's like, no, 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 it's a faith thing. Like, mm -hmm. you guys are, the prequels brainwashed you into thinking it's a video game thing. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. Um, but then later on in the new trilogy, it becomes a video game thing again when Darth Sidious is like, I can shoot ultra lightning into yeah. space or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so the new trilogy is uh. all over the place. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, but that's the difference that I, I yeah. talk about, that I mean, when I talk about them being different in different uh, timelines, quote unquote. Uh, but if, I, if I think go into, the actual application is still the same. If you go into the original trilogy and delete all of the information about the Force from your brain, like you're going into it new, how consistent is the Force throughout the original trilogy? It, there's no law, there's no rules explaining what it can do. There's really there, like, yeah, telekinesis is a consistent thing, like talking to people through their mind, but it does everything. It does tons of things. You can come back from the dead if you want to. So the, the point of the force is that it's this large, unknowable kind of can do anything thing. And that doesn't mean that we're saying that like, oh, Obi-Wan can now do anything. Um, but he, we can only, we're going to show him doing stuff that he's been shown doing. But the point of the force is that it's this grand, like, the religious, you know, kind of universal energy. There isn't a lot of um, consistency to it if you um, if you stop like thinking about it like it's a Wikipedia page. <laughs> remember how an Empire Strikes Back. Remember how. Remember how an Empire Strikes Back. Yoda was like, but the Force is only limited by yourself. You can't lift the yeah. X wing because the Force is only limited by you. And then Luke was like, okay, cool. And then he tried to go across the universe several movies later, and then the Force killed him because it was limited. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's interesting. Remember remember when, when Luke went into a cave and then he fought Darth Vader, but then Darth Vader was actually him? Oh. <laughs> because the Explain Force... Explain that video game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, that, yeah. I mean, in that case, it's like, also, Yoda was just like old as fucking senile and like cracked out. Like, I don't know why. Why the fuck are you taking the swamp monster's word for anything? <laughs> okay, cool. He can still lift the well, X-Wing, but this man is clearly unstable, right? Like, but... So anyway, I, I, I've, I've, well, real quick, I just want to say like, because there is a difference in how it is presented, uh, I do think yeah. there is an argument to be made, especially nowadays. And, and I make fun of uh, uh, Last Jedi, but Last Jedi also helped lock this down. Uh, the idea of how the force being applied is different. Now, the way I read it, and I think a lot of other people read it, is that the Jedi were applying or their basic uh, concept of the force was flawed. And they were looking at it as a video game. And then... Yeah when Luke meets uh, Yoda on Dagobah, yeah. he's kind of realized that, oh shit, yeah. we fucked up. This is what the Force is actually like. And then that's why the, the methodology of the Force changes. But again, the actual yeah. application of it does not. Yeah. Anyway, now we can move um, on. Before we move on today, I am in a different location, and I'm here to tell you about our sponsor, Blue Chew. Let's talk about something we could all use a little bit more of right now. Sex. Especially great sex, as the read says, which I, I'm inclined to agree with. Uh, yeah, so listen up, y'all. If uh, 
you're looking to increase your performance and get some extra confidence in bed, go to BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since it's a chewable, they work twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor, stand in line, worry about social distancing, any of that stuff. And it's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness, and you don't have to leave your house. Isn't that wonderful? If you could benefit from a little bit more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code DBC, that's DBC like Death Battle Cast, and you pay just $5 shipping and get the whole thing for free. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code DBC, to try it free. BlueChew is a better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring our podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you support us, and you help us make this podcast possible. So go to BlueChew, and please use our promo code DBC. Anyways, on with the show. <laughs> yeah, why the hell did Kakashi use Thousand Years of Death when he could have killed Obi-Wan right then? This means you nerfed Kakashi by not letting him win when he had the chance. Okay, I mean, like, I could take this one easy because we're not <laughs> fucking, like, we've done this a hundred times. The fights are not like, this is exactly how it would go down. We've looked into every universe possible and this is what happened. Like, we're making an entertaining fucking thing and it would have been like, we wanted that funny joke in there. Like, we wanted that because it's fucking funny and you write it in the script and you're like, that's good. Let's do that. Like, yeah. they not one to one perfect analytical views of what would happen like there's gonna be a joke in there occasionally there's gonna be something that a character just does because it's fucking sweet like <laughs> yeah it's we're also making a piece of entertainment so yeah yeah uh, yeah it's it's if not you, necessarily a one-to-one -one simulation of what exactly would go down because there's no way we can't even predict that like that's impossible yeah. these are fictional characters from fictional stories with fictional universes yeah. We can't predict exactly what would go down. We can't predict what would happen 100% of the time. That's not what Death Battle tries to do. Um, we're just creating the best argument for who would win the majority of the time. And, you know, the fight is meant to display some of that comparison. Like, is uh, Obi-Wan capable of detecting um, Kamui and dodging it? Yeah, with the Force. So we show that. But, like, why would we not use a thousand years of death? That's hilarious and ridiculous. And the idea of... <laughs> our poor source <laughs> filmmaker animators having to shove Kakashi's fingers up Obi-Wan's butt. Uh, Devil <laughs> Artemis, Get him in there! Devil, Ar Devil Artemis made a post on Twitter that was like yeah. his favorite piece of direction that he's had in a while is uh, he, one of our cuts. So uh, Christina uh, and I were, were directing the animation with them and, and we were in a meeting room with them uh, over Skype and or, or Google Hangouts or whatever. And uh, we showed the first cut of that scene and both Christina and I were like, should have the fingers go in more. Yeah. <laughs> to, the, to the knuckle. To the knuckle. Deeper. We can <laughs> go, knuckle. we can go deeper. Oh, he just we likes that. Go deeper. <laughs> uh, so next one. Genjutsu functions by affecting the victim's chakra. Does that mean it wouldn't work on Obi-Wan at all anyway? Um, so yeah, this is this is a this is a thing that's it's sort of like it's what well, we call it uh or I call it verse equalization, 
where we have to take some concepts that um, are similar in both universes and, but maybe like, ooh, I don't know, and get them together so that we can have the characters interacting um, like at, at a basic level. Uh, in this yeah. sense, it's it's taking like the idea of the internalized force that is flowing through Obi-Wan and using that as a substitute for Chakra so that Kakashi can at least attempt a Genjutsu. Because if you do that, if like you don't, if if you don't, if you if you take a strict line about like you need to have Chakra to do a Genjutsu, then um uh like and what he has is Naruto characters called Chakra. Yeah. Then and well, then then I, the question becomes like, okay, so in, in that sense we are giving obi-wan chakra right is that what we're doing yeah. does he have chakra and then therefore does like that affect how he fights and are we are we establishing our own rules for that and, and that's not exactly what it is it's more so um that we're not trying to cherry pick and limit what characters are capable of in a, in a yeah. fight um this this will come up in a later question as well but generally speaking uh what we try to do is set up both characters on neutral ground essentially right when we start yeah. when we analyze the fight like what could they do so long as they have access to their powers so i even wrote something down just to make sure that i say this correctly because this is a complicated topic but uh saying a fundamental core of a series doesn't exist where it reasonably could is potentially handicapping a character unless the non-existence of sub such a subject is defined such as the infinity gauntlet not working in other universes uh making yeah. the claim ourselves would be considered cherry picking for example, theoretically, the Force wouldn't affect Kakashi at all, since he's not from a universe where the Force exists. So, like, he's not yeah. connected to the Force, according to his universe, because it doesn't exist. So, like, theoretically, in that case, the Force shouldn't work on him, right? Yeah. And, like, like, maybe, like, Force pushes and stuff would, but, like, that would mean Force mind trick wouldn't work. That would mean Obi-Wan might not be able to read his movements. Like, and at that point, we're basically removing half of Obi-Wan's yeah. powers. <laughs> and is that, like... Is that fair or is that cherry picking? That's also like all that, assumptions. Yeah, yeah it's a, yeah, it's completely. Maybe the force does exist in their universe, and no one's been spiritually attuned enough to figure it out. You know, like it's it's, it's exactly. yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't matter if the force is or isn't there because it doesn't affect Kakashi yeah. at all. So there is such a thing as overcomplicating the uh, versus matches. Like, but again, yeah. that's why like you could realistically make an argument an argument for any character to win. By just saying yeah. like, oh, the force shouldn't exist around Kakashi or Chakra yeah. shouldn't exist. So he, uh, Kakashi shouldn't be able to do anything. Like there are all sorts of directions you can take a versus matchup because there is no set like concept of rules around this sort of thing. We are, again, using fictional concepts here. It's it's all up in the yeah. air. Um, with also, Death Battle, we try like, to create a scenario where we can keep it pretty on track without going into those like overcomplicated ideas. And it is kind of like I'd use the Flash as an example. The Flash doesn't work yes. in other universes because the Speed Force is like exclusive to his universe. But if we did the Flash versus anyone in a different universe, why would you want to watch it? Because then it's just Barry Allen who's a guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not the fight you're looking for. That's not fun. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if it, if it's a well, super well defined thing, like the Infinity Gauntlet, it makes sense to yeah. like do that. But yeah, like I don't. It. Everybody wants to see. Obi-Wan with the force in Kakashi with Chakra doing shit. Like they don't want to see these people without powers fighting. That's not. And that's also part of watch. what the question is. How does the force stack yeah. up against Chakra? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. There's also I have heard okay. uh I don't remember specifically what the example is, but I have heard examples of 
uh, Genjutsu is working on characters that don't have chakra or or there is a way around that. I forget what specifically it is, but I I do remember seeing it in the lead up to this and going, oh, good, that answers the Genjutsu question that I'm sure people are going to ask. Um, so <laughs> there, there might be an avenue there to answer it with like like nerd stuff. That specific question, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the nerds, <laughs> that specific. <laughs> you know the thing that we do over here. <laughs> Next one, uh, 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 I'll probably butcher this, but if the Reikiri can cut lightning, then why can't it cut through a lightsaber? Because uh, <laughs> a lightsaber so, is way fucking stronger <laughs> than a lightning. It's all it's different. <laughs> um, so a lightning bolt is. Also, I can just imagine uh, the person typing that like. Frankly, there, I'm like, I'm like, hey, that's a good wait. No, I'm gonna think about it. For no, it's not that great of a question. No, <laughs> well, we we do show in the fight like the lightning Raikiri or the Raikiri kunai clashing with the lightsaber, and to be honest, yeah. that might be a little bit of a stretch in and of itself because a a lightsaber could cut through a lightning bolt. Um, because a lightning bolt is a single charge moving uh, th through an ionized uh, path, whereas a lightsaber is a continuous beam that is just yeah. held well, in place uh, by and also, in a, in a also yeah. you could cut to, through a lightning bolt with about... your fucking hand. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, you might die, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There, there is can, a bit I can of this. Stop a like, bullet once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> There's part of that where it's like, my knife can cut through spaghetti. Why can't it cut through iron? You know, it's like, well, it's, uh... oh, hey, sign up for first membership. Support the show. Do that right now, and also use it if you don't have an account. Do it in chat so you can talk to us. Um, yeah. Okay, do you yeah, want actually, I do have chat up over here as well. Yeah, go yeah. ahead into the next question. We're getting close to the end, guys. I, I promise. You yeah. gave Obi Wan his Legends material. So why did you, or why did you nerf Kakashi? You cherry picked his power by limiting him to the Shinobi War arc. We all saw the Allied Shinobi Forces symbol on his headband. So I just That's wanted to model. clarify. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the models we use. So with, with most of our 3D fights, since we're now going through the Rooster Teeth animation pipeline, we are able to create custom models for the characters, like Goro versus Machamp. Those are original models made through the Rooster Teeth pipeline. Uh, that's not necessarily the case for our Source Filmmaker fights. Um, we're we're kind of limited to what we can use through SFM. Uh, so those models were specifically from Jump Force, and we didn't actually realize until later that like, oh shit, that's Kakashi with the, the wrong headband. Oh well, it doesn't really matter too much. Basically, because still in Death Battle rules, we apply everything. If you watch the episode, <laughs> Pete's were we also, we also like as a little as a little Easter egg to know that we we did like we do like we did read all of Naruto and like all of the stuff even after the war arc and even after and into Boruto. When at the end, because people were like theorizing about this, um, and they were right when Obi Wan it, it, uh, crushes uh, Kakashi's Sharingan, um, which you could do at any point one of the reasons why he won, uh, his lightning turns purple, uh, which is a reference to his purple lightning that he gets after into Boruto when he doesn't have uh, the Sharingan anymore. Yes. So, um, know I, I, I do understand that when, when we bring in an anime character or a manga character, the way, especially a shonen character, the, the way shonen works yeah. is there are specific arcs and people right. tend to categorize characters by their arc and they're like, okay, so this is 
you know, pain arc Kakashi or yeah, uh, yeah. allied war, war Kakashi or, or, or what have you. And we don't really do that in death battle. We don't separate characters by their arcs typically. And if we do, we will tell you, <laughs> like yeah. it will say so yeah, yeah. in the episode. It has, if it has to be not, because something, yeah. It has to be because of we, something in that arc only exists in that arc. That's the only way we would yes. we would change it. Well, it, also if we have like some specific rules for an episode, and we're like, yeah, well, like for example, when we did uh, the Shredder is a great example, or or, or Leonardo, Ninja Turtles characters. We always hey, kind of have a, a, a segment in the rundown. <laughs> I'm never not gonna do it, Ben. I'm never not gonna do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right that... where was i babies <laughs> <laughs> oh no token razar when are they coming into death battle all right oh yeah um, dude we should do token razar versus bebop and rocksteady <laughs> i mean they technically exist together in the not yeah, the newest because like, the right, they came back right yeah, in yeah. one of the newer comics yeah yeah or in the cartoon in the, Wasn't the, the cartoon 3D animated okay. one, yeah, yeah they're I didn't different. Remember if it was a but they're there. Yeah. Um, the the wolf guy ends up transforming into Razar, which is weird. But anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, right. The so like for example, <laughs> uh, the Ninja Turtles. Whenever we bring a Ninja Turtle character in, because there's not like one main timeline for the turtles, we always have a segment in either the rundown or the intro where we're like, this is how we're approaching this character, right? Uh, and if we were to say bring in kid Goku. It was just Goku from Dragon Ball up until the, the time yeah. skip or whatever. Uh, we would say like, this is kid Goku up until this time yeah. skip in the episode. If we don't say that, then the normal rules apply, which is everything. All the yeah. canon material plus non-canon material used as supplemental supporting evidence. That's just the general way we the go about this. The episode would be called like kid Goku versus something, not just Goku. It would also, right. yeah. Um, well, like probably it. well we don't uh, know i mean the, it would be it would be made clear and that's some not way. my call <laughs> i mean it depends on context it, for goku yeah. specifically it probably would be kid goku yeah, we should do we kid doing... goku versus crypto <laughs> crypto <laughs> uh, was, i mean <laughs> i was trying to think there's not like a kid superman we're super boy but like right i don't think they've ever done that what if kid Goku versus Superboy? What if kid Goku versus Baby it's, Superman, it's, who's still in the pod, like on the way to Earth? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just him fucking hitting a baby until it explodes. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> or it's both of their pods. Because they're both in the Just crashing. All right, let's move on to the next question before we get to something we can't move away from. Yeah. If Kakashi had hit Obi Wan with a Kamui, would that have won the fight? Kamui. Would that have won the fight? Yeah. Obi Wan doesn't have a have doesn't have an answer to being to if he was struck if he was struck by Kamui he would die I mean assuming it struck like a like his head or something like he needs if it struck his hand then it wouldn't kill him he would just lose a hand but it would the point is that yeah Kamui is a way to kill Obi Wan the problem though is that because Obi Wan's so much faster and he has precognition like he, the Force would would guide him away from where Kamui was about to strike faster than uh kakashi would be able to like redirect and then try to hit obi-wan 
Um, that's why it's not a reliable kill move. It is a kill move. It's not a reliable one. We we did. I remember in your original script, Liam, for the battle, we originally yeah. wanted a a scene where Kamui actually does hit, but Obi Wan is able to move fast enough that it only hits his hand or his arm. Because uh, yeah. in Star Wars, well, at, at first we were like, well, there are certain things you got to hit, right? Thousand years of death, yes. Hello there, yeah. yes. Somebody losing a hand, yes. And then Obi Wan is <laughs> yeah. going to lose a hand. Uh, that ended up not being quite as as doable as we wanted it to. Just again, we we're not using our own custom models for source filmmakers, so we were using the the Battlefront uh, two model for Obi Wan, and it ended up being like a lot more complicated than we were expecting going into it. And it was like, ah. Uh, this cloak, for example, is crazy to animate and weird. Let's yeah. get rid of it very early on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was going to be a <laughs> thing at the end, too. Yeah. Although although but, the, the animators did this awesome thing. They added him using the cloak to uh, deflect yes. The, yes. The, the kunai, the which wasn't the original yeah. plan, and it turned out so good. It was so smart. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, him losing a hand ended up not being really doable with the model that we were using. So we were like, oh, I'd rather cut it than have to, like, try to fix this and end up losing some of the later animation so that was that was a decision there and and also on Kamui, like that that's another this kind of goes back to a, an earlier question where we like set them on neutral ground if obi-wan was like sucked into Kamui and went in, into kakashi's dimension like that would be an example where well he's sending him to a predetermined location that we know does not have the force because it exists in its own universe that does not have the force, we can use that as an argument to be like, that would be a way to cut off his connection. Again, similar to the Infinity Gauntlet not working in Darkseid's um, dimension, because those are established rules in those universes. But that is why we put the characters together on a neutral ground, uh, or at least that's how the analysis works. Even if like they're fighting in the environment that is clearly supposed to emulate, like... Roshi's house was there when Roshi yeah. was fighting Jiraiya. But that That's doesn't necessarily mean thing. that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean we're saying like they're in Dragon on Ball using Dragon turf. Ball yeah. rules. Right. Yeah. We're not putting Dragon Ball world rules on there, even though there's not really any rules that would necessarily apply that would change the verdict. Uh we're not like if there were, we wouldn't be considering that as part of the analysis and breakdown. That's treat just it as neutral. Neutral. treat it and as sometimes if every we fight takes place in the uh the hyperbolic time chamber. Or the room of spirit right. of time from from Dragon Ball. That's the idea. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Neutral. There's nothing there. So it is uh, in the Dragon Ball universe. Be so. No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. No. <laughs> no it's right, always great showcase of... pose that we can, like Goku versus Superman. One, yeah. you know, we wanted a city fight for Superman, but then you have to go fight out in weird dinosaur flats yeah, of Dragon Ball. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you have to go to the quarry. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. Why do you even Ooh. look at non-canon content like Star Wars Legends? Don't you realize that stuff doesn't exist anymore? It is gone. It doesn't exist. You can't Google it. It's not real. Um, <laughs> it's literally fan fiction, which is several comments <laughs> were saying that it was like, they were like, well, if they use Legends, why don't I just write fan fiction for Naruto where Kakashi's omnipotent? I'm like, oh, it's not, this, it's not the same thing as that. Yeah. Um, um, I, 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 th there is some... And I, th I think this. Uh, some people will look at uncanny material as if it shouldn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a part of this. Like, um, it, it's not supposed to be part of our analysis. And that the way the way we look at it is like we can't ignore material that does exist. Like, it's there. 
Yeah. And it was official and canon at one point. And regardless For of his 30, canonicity, 30 it is official material. Yeah. Now, uh, that does go back again to our rules. Our rules that we use is we do stick to a main timeline, but extra content can be used if it's supplemental. And the reason why you do that is because there are plenty of viewers who only know characters through a certain um uh, a certain medium like comic yeah. book characters is a great example like a lot of people yes. only know captain america from the captain america movies or wolverine from the x-man cartoon uh from the 90s like so we can't just like completely ignore what people know about the characters but at the same time we can condense it so that we aren't using those non-canon materials to, to as the main crux of our argument we are more so using right. them again to support the argument yeah. when the new 52 it, happened in 2011 like people didn't st were like oh, okay well post crisis can't ever use that in a versus debate anymore of course not because it's that had been around for 30 years and it's still it's still superman and in this case it's still obi-wan you know there isn't it isn't yeah. like oh we talked about the stuff that we would exclude from legends if like i use the example of like if obi-wan has a force power that returns into a giant dragon <laughs> like like <laughs> Liu Kang, like yeah we wouldn't yeah. use that because there's no yeah. there is no you know uh, nothing to support taking, that in main canon <laughs> exactly taking in like an exceptionally strong like force push or something from legends is like it's not outside yeah, of his wheelhouse or anything yeah like that, and it's, it's right funny there. too because like there are times when we'll come across something in like non-canon material that we're just like, there's no way. And then like you come across something in canon that you're like, oh shit, no, actually, that means that actually, that other thing, can. yeah, he could totally do yeah. that. Yeah. And well, again, Mortis is a great example of that. Yeah. There's a big difference of like things that are, yeah, like, like anime OVAs that are written specifically as like non-canon jokes, right? Compared to this, that was written as canon Star Wars material for years, and then just yeah. somebody bought it and was like, oh, because like of it. a corporate merger. So like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Big yeah. big sushi dude in the chat mentions, uh, you mean normies? When I'm talking about the people who don't necessarily. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I totally understand that most of you guys watching this show right now are probably not the people I am talking about. Um, yeah. Like, there's also there's a... Star Wars. Like Star Wars Legends is dank. I don't want to like throw it out. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like that and if we didn't, there is a little bit of that. Too. Like, fuck you guys. Star Wars such a school. Again, we try and settle as many arguments as possible for a fight, and so like, if we don't talk about it, if we don't do it, then it's just a bajillion, yeah. uh, like a hundred times more comments than we have now about like why exactly. we use it as opposed to exactly why we didn't even talk about it at all. It didn't use it, if, and then that wasn't a true fight. And you didn't look at his full potential, and it's like it, exactly if this if we didn't use it this exact like this question just would have been like why didn't you use star wars Legends? Like, <laughs> right. i know it's not canon but it was still written as canon like yeah so i don't know either way anyway just to wrap just to wrap it up full circle c spa dinner in the in the chat is like um it's the reason why leo didn't get his dragon form in right. ninja turtles tying in the dragon and the ninja turtle comparison all together it's perfect and that ends our q babies <laughs> <laughs> um so thank you all for watching obi-wan uh, versus kakashi and sharing it around um thank you all for also listening to the argument and hopefully understanding the argument and if you do have you know concerns about it like whatever that's fine like we're not here to convince the universe that we're right or whatever we're just presenting an argument um yeah. uh, but now it is time to get to this week's community death battle Before we go to that community death battle, there's one more thing. 
Look, it's a wild world in uh, Warner Media and mental health strategies for COVID-19, apparently, would like me to remind you that while we're all feeling uh, some uncertainty right now, we can face that uncertainty together. And we'll make it all through this if we do. While we have to stay physically apart, it's more important than ever to stay close to one another. Reach out to friends and family. So send some texts, pick up your phone. You know, I don't know, Facebook poke somebody. Is that still a thing kids do? I'm not sure. It doesn't sound like a smart thing in 2020, but you probably can do it. We want to remind you that if you need support, you can reach out to NAMI, the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization, to get support for yourself and learn how to support others too. Visit NAMI, that's N-A-M-I dot org, or call 1-800-950-NAMI-6264. You're not alone. Do it. What was it again? I don't even remember. I have no idea. Was, I do not remember. It was Blaine. Blaine said it. Jack oh yeah, Burton yeah. Versus Snake, Snake Plissken Plissken. versus um whatever the other Jack guy's Burton. name is. Oh, Jack that's Burton. It. Oh, <laughs> big trouble in Little China. Yeah, I need to watch it. Yeah. Versus I need to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Really bad. So um, oh, as always, one. I haven't seen Little Trouble in Big China in a long time, but. It, it looks like a little giant. Oh, I didn't. I just remember that part. <laughs> it's it's, it's a less little, little, it's a less well known sequel. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when he, I just I always hated that part when he had the long needles. It was like poking him. At, uh, that's gross. But uh, we'll we'll, we'll kind of get through this. Low pan's the villain. Low pan, yeah. Low pan, yeah. Uh, let's try to get through this a little quick because we're nearing the end of our time. But uh, as always with Community Death Battle, we let you guys let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag DeathBattleCast on Twitter. So let's go ahead and bring up the answer for the, the first one we have. I guess Snake, Jack? probably? Jack, Jack. Okay, whichever this one is. Christopher Pring says, uh, I have to give this fight to Jack Burton. Snake is a genuine badass. However, he has never faced and defeated supernatural threats of any kind. I think Burton's got the reflexes to skid a snake. Oh, okay. okay. I like I like the joke, and if you notice, his avatar has a very burly beard, which I'm I'm gonna tend to trust. It looks like he knows. Nice, nice. Let's go ahead. What secrets are held within that snake Pliskin? All right, this is from Gentleman Top Hat, and he says, I like Jack, but Snake wins. He's highly trained and a skilled soldier with years of combat experience. Um, he has survived places like New York and L.A., maximum security prisons full of heavily armed criminal gangs and psychopaths with his wits and skills. And to be fair, this is New York and L.A. from the Escape movies, which are I was going to say, like, it makes way it sound worse. like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... Well, I'm, in Corona world, it's dangerous in New York right now. So, yeah, <laughs> it's even worse now. All right, yeah, you're there, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I've been in my room escape? this whole time. I can't leave. <laughs> it's like a whole downtown LA is always been pretty rough. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm definitely leaning towards Snake myself because of his training. Hundred percent. Uh, <laughs> well, all right then. I, I, can, I can provide. An argument for for Jack, I think, having seen neither of the movies. Um, doesn't oh, okay. Snake Plissken have, have, have an eye patch? Am I remembering yeah, correctly? Yes. Well, correct. then, I mean, he has a major disadvantage in terms of depth perception. Depth perception. Right? Yet it doesn't seem to affect his bullet firing ability. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like in fiction, like, having an eye patch makes you more accurate. 
like like Deathstroke. <laughs> right. Like you can just right. it's like you're always well, squinting just, and always you, you don't have <laughs> to you don't have to close 100%. one eye. You don't have to close the one eye to ADS. Right. That's it. Like it's you don't have the direct line of sight. It's like there's no there's no no slowdown. Yeah. You're perpetually yeah. sight ready. Um, yeah, yeah. Guns but, don't have sights. Guns don't have binoculars on top of them. They only have one sight. Like clearly, one eye is better for shooting. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. So, it's also a huge pain in the ass when. Uh, it's also a huge pain in the ass when uh, your dominant eye is opposite to what your dominant hand is. That's oh real God. fun when shooting a gun. Like me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait. I don't remember which eye does, is Snake Plissken missing. <laughs> I don't remember. Wait, I is there Pulling a dominant right eye? Yeah, there's a dominant eye. Like, if you look yeah, at something about like Left. ten feet wow. away, and you're like, you yeah. think about, okay, I want to cover that thing with my thumb, and you pull it up, and you close each eye. Your dominant eye will have the thing primarily covered, and your other one, your thumb will be off to the side. That's how you find out which one your dominant eye is. Your thumb is very close to your. Face. <laughs> I love it. He's oh, like, oh, 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 you mean? <laughs> no, 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 like this. Like, see, I have something like, like, okay. Oh. See that thing, that thing on my shelf yeah. back there, the red cup. Yeah. If I'm like You're learning all sorts of things, like this, and then you see which one's your dominant eye. For me, it's my left eye, and I'm right-handed. So, okay, yep. that's uh, how you I'm inherited from my dad. But this is how dedicated my dad is to just, shooting. He taught himself to now. shoot left-handed, so that he could <laughs> like pair it with his dominant eye. Ambidextrous shooting. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I would have to assume that Snake Plissken is, but just to check. Uh, if you only have I, one I eye, check. it's your fucking Kurt Russell eye. is right-handed. <laughs> Kurt Russell is right-handed. He's got his right eye still intact. I think he's good. <laughs> okay. So, I love so, it. Just like, yeah, if you have one eye, it's your dominant eye. Yeah, there's <laughs> probably around that. Like, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'm voting, I'm voting for uh, uh, Snake then. Are you guys? Yeah, I love Metal, the only I thing love Jack Metal Burton Gear, has so going for him is like in. luck. He, he yeah. like he Jack rolls Bert, with shit I mean, as it happens, and like he's kind of just dealt think, with like he did fight like a lightning guy, and like yeah, but like exactly. yeah, there's some shit Jack Burton in a weird. If you go a little too hard with scaling, I think you can make the <laughs> argument. But yeah, well, I'm gonna go I, Snake. I'm, I'm trying to remember planet level Jack Burton. I'm trying to remember how ridiculous <laughs> the, the supernatural <laughs> stuff was in uh, Big Little China. Um, I, well, so he fought this like monster at one point. He also he basically fought like a a version of Raiden. Uh, yeah, no, like that's what's in my head right now, and I, I can't remember how like big the the lightning stuff was. Um, but I, I don't think it would be anything think... out of Snake's like realm of, of fighting potential. That's a weird sentence, but uh, he could probably take that on himself. Is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Yeah, then I'm going. So I'm still sticking with Snake. Yeah, snake, 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 let's go snake. ahead and bring up the poll to see what you guys snake. had to say. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty-nine percent uh, of the vote. Nice. 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 <laughs> nice. Uh, Explosion gun <laughs> and snake gun. It's a firecracker. Yeah. Got it. Snake Pliskin takes the win. All right, and just to wrap up today's show, let's uh, lock down a new community death battle um, with Danny Phantom and Jake Long coming up in the next episode. We thought it would be fun to uh, visit some characters from that kind of era. And so I tweeted uh, this so, out. <laughs> you want to do you want to do the one you you tweeted out 
Yeah, because so like Let's do uh, when, when Butch Hartman randomly like tweeted out at us, right? Uh, yeah. I jokingly responded to him. It was just like, but the real question is, who would win in a fight between Cosmo and Wanda versus the uh, uh, the, the fairy godmother from Cinderella? <laughs> I almost feel like it's unfair for the fairy godmother because it's just one, right? Well, so that's Wait, the thing. Do we want to just have the, it be like fairy godmothers? I think it should just be Wanda so, and the and fairy. That's and that's the interesting thing here because you're right. There are technically the three ones that appear in Sleeping Beauty and a couple yeah. other things. But then, like the main one that you can't you even see... make a cake, though. <laughs> well, true. so here's the thing. No, the the three the three fairy godmothers they appear in like a bunch of ancillary shit. Um, oh, mm-hmm. really? So yeah. So like, I'm sure people could find some dumb stuff that they've done. So yeah, it's either that or or it's the like the kindly old fairy godmother. Or I guess then there's the live action Cinderella version too. Um, Yo, when Cinderella gets back and her carriage turns back into like a pumpkin. Was it because it was yeah. daylight? No, I think it was after midnight. Yeah, it was a oh, time limit. Like, in my brain, yeah. it was like it, in my brain, it was daylight, and I was like, "She was out <laughs> dancing till daylight. Like, she back sooner. What the fuck's wrong it. with you, Cindy?" So, so uh, I would say we can go ahead and just do uh, the fairy godmother. Does she have a name? The the Cinderella fairy one? godmother. I do not know. I think Jeffrey. it's fairy godmother. I think it's because the other three do. It's, it's yeah. Jeffrey. What? <laughs> uh, so I would say that very godmother, but go ahead and just kind of like scale to the other three, which are Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather, according to Wikipedia. Yep. yep. <laughs> so just bring them all together. Composite. Just fairy godmother, Disney fairy. Disney fairy godmother as a general concept. Versus... Put them together, and what do you got? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Let's go ahead with that. All right then. Uh, Cosmo and Wanda versus the Fairy Godmother. Let us know who you think should win and why using hashtag Death Metal Cast on Twitter. Uh, there will be a poll up later this week as well, and we'll be excited to discuss that in next week's episode. Um, perhaps even with Yo, a special don't, guest. Don't, we'll see. Don't sleep on Fairy Godmother and Kingdom Hearts either. I'm telling you, you got to pull those feet. Oh, that's true. <laughs> thank you She's so much for joining us shit. for this episode, everyone. Uh, thank you, Liam, for joining us again as well. Uh, of course. And we will... We will see you all in the next Death Battle cast.